0: It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the concierge for better living with your host, Doc Rob.
1: Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living at CannabisRadio.com and all over the airwaves, wherever you can pick us up, wherever you want to get good information, education towards better living. You know, our philosophy here is we want to work together to have a better today than yesterday and then, of course, a better tomorrow than today. We can all strive to that. And there's a lot of ways we can do that. And today, in our status quo, our social climate, everyone is uh, feeling bombarded, feeling a little anxious, getting a little overwhelmed. The stress is hitting. And you're not alone. And that's OK. I mean, this is what we're here for. We're here to talk it out. And, you know, we have different approaches. Um Some people go the pharmaceutical route. Some people like to go the natural plant medicine alternative route. And I say that not excluding when I look at alternative and plant medicine and natural medicine being a naturopathic doctor, we look at mind and body. We don't just look at herbal supplements. We want to talk about things that we can do ourselves on a daily basis, whether it be breathing exercise exercises meditation etc so it's really really a great honor today to talk to have a wonderful guest who's one of the pioneers of cognitive therapy his f- first book feeling good sold 5 million copies and now 40 years later coming back out already sold pre-sold over 20,000 copies you know feeling great I think it's out now but you know this is an amazing honor Dr. David Burns thanks for joining us on the show today wonderful to have you
2: thanks great to be here
1: well, I, I love this. I love you know looking at you know how we can approach healing from all different perspectives, and I think that that's something that people often overlook. We I've talked about depression, anxiety um, when it comes to phytocannabinoids and the, and the endocannabinoid system because it's been shown that chronic taking of SSRIs or antidepressant drugs actually lowers your own body's production of feel-good molecules and chemicals, which is ridiculous. Why would I take something to lower my body's production and ability to feel good? And then we have now a, a, an emerging or resurgence in psychedelic therapies. And a lot of that I, I admire therapy-guided, health practitioner-guided uh, therapies with everything from ketamine to psilocybin, you, you name it. But without that, I have a lot of people saying, I don't want to do take anything. I don't want to put anything in my body. I don't think I need a substance. And I say, great, there's a lot of things you can do. And so it's great to talk... To you today, sir. Tell us a little bit about you know our listeners who don't know you a little bit about your background and a little bit you know what we're talking about and how to feel good or feel great in this. Sure, sense.
2: sure. Well, I started out as a full-time psychopharmacologist after my psychiatric residency at University of Pennsylvania, and I was. Uh, doing research on, on brain chemistry, the so-called chemical imbalance theory of depression. And we showed pretty much that that's a false theory, even in the mid-1970s. Uh, and uh, it, it just turned me off that the, the psychiatry was focused on, you You have to take these these antidepressants to, to overcome d- depression. But I was giving them out by the bucket load to people. I had tons of severely depressed patients, and I threw them antidepressants at them and just said, tell me no more during therapy sessions. And I had very few of them improve, much less recover completely. And I, I just said that this sucks. There's there's some, some fraud going on here because I'd go to the American Psychiatric Association meetings and they'd have these expensive presentations by drug companies with free gourmet food and a thousand psychiatrists in the audience. And they'd say, oh, this latest Prozac or this latest antidepressant cures 85% of depression. And I knew it wasn't true because (laughs) I was treating, I I prescribed antidepressants on 13,000 occasions. And I rarely saw much from them. And the new data, the new research indicates that they barely outperform placebos, if at all. Uh, And so I was looking for for some other way to heal patients, and then I learned about this cognitive therapy that had been developed at Penn by uh, Dr. Aaron Beck, and he had this goofy theory that I thought was just pure BS, that depression actually results from negative thoughts, what you're telling yourself and the here and now, and there's a lot of people right now listening to the show who are, have experienced depression and anxiety, and they know that, you know, you tell yourself things like, I, I'm a loser, I, I'm not good enough. I, I, I worked with a woman last night uh, who's in just a horrible blizzard of depression, and her, her husband walked out on her, and uh, he hired a, a divorce attorney, and it was uh, devastating to her and she's telling herself i'm a failure as a wife and that that's the type of of distorted thinking that that you get into when you're you're down i am a loser i i'm i'm hopeless My, my my life is is over and when you challenge and crush those thoughts you can change the way you feel at first when I heard that there, I, I didn't believe it. It just <laughs> yeah. seemed too goofy, too silly. Yeah. And then I tried it with some of my toughest patients and all of a sudden they, they began recovering. Um, I, I, I was referred a patient from the intensive care unit, an elderly woman who had attempted suicide. And I thought, And I was giving her antidepressants and she, she wasn't improving at all. I was managing her as an outpatient. And so I thought I'll present her in this weekly Dr. Beck's weekly seminar. And uh, so I said, well, tell me Dr. Beck here, you know, I'm treating this suicidal woman. Uh, How would I treat her with this thought therapy you're, you're, you're creating changing negative thoughts. And he said, well, ask her how she was, what she was telling herself the moment she tried to kill herself I said, oh, that makes sense. That seems logical. So, <laughs> well,
1: what's present in the moment in your head? What are you doing?
2: Yeah, yeah what, what were you thinking? And, and so the next session, I said, well, Dr. Beck told me to ask you what you were thinking. And, and she said, oh, I was just telling myself I was a worthless human being because I've never accomplished anything in my life. And then she said, so well, what should I do about that? He says, I I don't know. I'll I'll go to this seminar again this week and ask, and I'll tell you next week. Part two. Uh, uh, It's
1: pretty amazing. You know, you have people that, you know, and and then social media today, there's so much negative talk. You know, they're online bullies because they're hiding behind their screen name. And you have a lot of this negativity energy. And I love what you're saying. I mean, you know, human contact, hugging in general, just, you know, spending time with people with similar interests that, that stimulate, you know, finding ways to find joy—that's that's really the bottom line—is we need to search. It's a practice to constantly find and 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 maintain joy. And it's uh, yes, there's physiological factors. I mean, diet I've seen have a tremendous impact. Digestive health have a tremendous impact. Your flora, your microflora, um, you know, has an impact. But what you're saying is something that everyone listening. Could actually apply could do right now and really just take a few moments to think positively you know, find some bullets and highlights of their you know other day and I think that's little steps like that make a big move big difference
2: uh, right yeah what what you 're saying is is so true and and what a lot of people don 't realize is that those negative messages that you give yourself not only cause depression and anxiety that 's why you 're upset it, uh, your emotions are one hundred percent caused by your thoughts in the here and now, but the thoughts that cause depression and anxiety will be distorted and illogical. You're telling yourself things that aren't aren't true, like this uh, woman. Like I've never accomplished anything is an example of discounting the positive. She's not thinking about things maybe she has accomplished. Right. Emotional reasoning. I feel like a failure, so I must be one. Uh, you know, uh, should statements. I I, I mm-hmm. should be better. Should be better than I I am. And and uh, often uh, simple techniques can help you crush tho- those distortions. Like I. Master her, uh, it was the first technique I, l- I learned in cognitive therapy, uh, like, well, why don't you list a few things that you have uh, accomplished? Uh, okay. let, let's see if it's true. And she said, I can't think of anything. That's my problem. I'm worthless. I said, well, take it as a homework assignment. And maybe you'll think of something, uh, you know, and you can show me next week. And so, the next week I came in, I did my thing. Here, here's your prescription for antidepressants and how have you been feeling? And, and after a few minutes, she said, didn't you want to see my list? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I forgot your homework assignment. What, did you come up with anything? And she had a list of 10 things. Number one was, uh, I, uh, she said, I overlooked the fact that uh, my husband died in the concentration camps in Germany and all the rest of our family but I managed to smuggle my children out of Germany and uh, went to the United States and and, and save saved their lives. So maybe that was an accomplishment of, of sorts. And then- ah, A little one.
1: Yeah, and then, ah, really? and then that's when amazing. I got
2: here, uh, I, I worked uh, scrubbing people's floors and cleaning their houses so we'd have food on the table and place to sleep. And then I thought, well, maybe that's an accomplishment. And then she said, and my my son, just graduated first from his class in Harvard law school. Uh, And maybe that's a pretty good (laughs) deal. And then I speak five languages fluently and I'm a gourmet chef. And she had all of this stuff. And I said, how do you reconcile this with, with the idea that you're a worthless human being who's never accomplished anything? And she says, I can't reconcile it. It doesn't make much sense. Now what I was telling myself, I said, how are you feeling? She says, Oh, I'm feeling a lot better. Do you have any more of these techniques? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, listen, I'm just learning. You have to wait another week. I learn one technique each week. But that, that's how it went and I just I just fell in love with this idea that uh, you can beat depression and anxiety without drugs just by changing the these horrible distorted messages we give ourselves and that that was kind of the birth of cognitive therapy and it was mind-blowing. It was the first time in history that uh, a non-drug therapy had been shown to be as effective or more effective than antidepressants. And now my new book Feeling Great is based on the work I've been doing at Stanford and my weekly training group for uh, community therapists and New techniques have emerged that are even more powerful than the ones when I wrote feeling good. So uh, now not only can you recover without medications, but uh, now in many cases, ultra rapid recovery is possible to recover in just an hour and a half or two hours, a single therapy session often rather than years or months of suffering and talk therapy and and that type of thing
1: that's great because we all in america love quick quick feedback quick you know know, quick response no one's got the patience but listen i hope everyone has the patience now to hang on we're going to take a quick commercial break this is awesome we're going to come back with dr burns talk a bit more about the new book and a few more things about cognitive therapy so don't go anywhere we'll be right back this is dr rob your concierge to better living
0: the concierge for better living will continue in a moment
2: It's time
0: to hem resent. Only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart. Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the concierge for better living, only on cannabisradio.com.
1: And we are back. This is Dr. Rob, your host, concierge for Better Living, and we're talking to Dr. David Burns about his new book, Feeling Great and Cognitive Therapy. And I, I, again, this is not new now, but it's, it's awesome that you're talking about these stories about 40 years ago, and this was just coming of age. I, I know through my studies, uh, one thing that hit me hard was the Japanese study with water and um, you know how they looked at just different water and had one section of water that people would yell at it, tell it negative things. And, you know, and then the other side, it was all positive and feel good stuff. And they looked at the, you know, the the structure of the water and it was changed. And I, you know, that's been replicated, but it's pretty amazing that our, our, our words are powerful. Our feelings are powerful. Our thoughts are tremendously powerful. And so it's great that we can not only recognize that, but be provided with tools uh, and insight so that we can actually work on it, improve it. I think not, I don't know anyone that has a Prozac deficiency physiologically right. you know? so we, we don't need that drug it's not we're not missing the drug but we are missing something and for me you know and I say this just again I always be personal because that's how I relate is that you know I lost a lot of my family members um oh, wow. you know three or three you know three grandparents and my mom within three years roughly oh. three to four years not too long ago and everyone's really like well how are that. you well thank you and I said how how do you process and I said I'm grateful I'm grateful for the number of years I had with them, the experiences wow. I've posited on the folk. If I, I can sit there and wallow, they wouldn't want that, you know? And so it's all the way I perceived and how I converted my thought process to be positive, to celebrate. And that's when you see that attitude. And again, even today, people say, oh, with COVID and, and the lockdowns, I'm like, well, I had time to clean things I hadn't <laughs> cleaned before. It's just the way you put your mindset. That's right. It's a major shift in, I, I suffer from stress, anxiety, ulcer in seventh grade, you know? And what I found um, among anything else was my attitude on a day-to-day basis, my gratitude, my attitude, my living in the moment and what I do for others, What I help other people makes me feel good too. And that's another way to support my health. And just, that's just my learning. But I know there's probably 40 more years of amazing information that you offer in your book. So let me tell, you know, so give us a little pearls maybe, or something they might find out in this feeling great book that's just coming out.
2: Oh, well, I mean, we could e- even just start out with some of the stuff way back in the Feeling Good book from um, ni- nineteen eighty because that stuff, as I should say is is still just beginning to 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 catch on and transform yep. people's lives. but one one thing uh, just a practical thing is when you're upset, if you write down your negative thoughts what what are you telling yourself? What are those negative messages that make you feel inadequate or worthless or hopeless or or, or, or anxious? Right. Uh, and then you'll find a lot of distortions. It, in them, like all or nothing thinking, looking at things in black or white. If, if I'm uh, not a, a complete success, I'm a total failure. That was one of the things of the woman I, I saw last night. She, she's saying I'm a total failure. Uh, <laughs> I'm a failure a, a, as a wife b, b, because my, my, my husband has, has walked out on me. He's having an affair. And, and, uh, then somehow I'm, I'm totally, uh, worthless, uh, uh, and, and that's the, 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 the source of perfectionism also, like beating up on yourself for right. any any time you, you fall short, short of your goals. That, that's a common one. Overgeneralization, uh, where you take a negative event, and you see it as a never-ending pattern of defeat, or you think it's, it you generalize from this thing that happened to, to your whole self. Uh, a, 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 one of my students who broke up with her boyfriend of two years, and then she had the thought, I must be unlovable.
1: Right.
2: You see, so she's going from, well, this relationship broke up and there are certain specific reasons to I am unlovable as a, as a human being or uh, should statements, uh, you know, listeners, you probably beat up on, on yourself with should statements. I, I shouldn't have screwed up. I shouldn't be so shy. There must be something wrong, wrong with me. I, I should, I should be better than I am. I, I shouldn't have made th- this or that, that mistake self-blame blaming yourself you know uh, one of the worst cases of that i ever saw was a young woman early in my career whose brother had committed suicide and she blamed herself i should have known he was suicidal on that day i should have done something and so she said therefore i too deserve to die yeah and uh you know the, the 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 these things and then what we've and, and when you change those thoughts, you can change the way you feel, just exactly the way you, you describe. Our, it's been known since the time of Buddha, 2,500 years ago, and Epictetus, the Greek Stoic philosopher, 2,000 years ago. My Is favorite.
1: favorite? Oh, oh, but hands down. I say Epictetus, how to pronounce it. Oh, yeah. Hands down, my favorite philosopher. And I studied a lot of philosophy, you know, yeah. years, and it's what really helped me find self, yeah. you know how I want to be and the character of, of yeah. man I wanted to be. And when you find yourself yeah. and you feel confident in that individual you've created, the rest of the outer world doesn't matter as much. You're not yeah. influenced as much. You feel yeah. confident in your being. We I
2: create our own inner, our, our own emotional reality at every yeah. moment of every day, but we don't realize it. So we feel like victims because we think it's what's what's happening to us. Oh, it's that COVID virus or the yeah. fact that I lost my job or the fact that I've ever had a fancy career or the fact that I, I'm, I'm not loved right, right, right now. And then we... Uh, Rip, rip ourselves to, to, to shreds. Uh, so uh, you're saying it's all in self, but you can take once you discover your, yourself and self-esteem and, and yeah. you love yourself, but then you can take it another goofy step if you like. I didn't put this in my book, uh, Feeling Great, because it was too threatening to people. I had to take the chapter out because <laughs> right. people I couldn't take it. But once you have found your unconditional self-esteem in yourself, then you can actually throw them away too. Like, I, I don't have a self anymore. I got rid of it.
1: Yeah, it's and a lot easier. Ego's yeah. <laughs> gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Right. And I don't need self-esteem anymore. You know, I don't even want it. It's a waste of time. I'd rather talk to you and hang out or uh, pet my cat or, right. you know, hang out with people or treat somebody and uh, help people. But anyway, th- 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 those are just kind of. I guess, spiritual uh, concepts or philosophical concepts, but they can have a profound effect on how how we think and feel. The great death that the Buddha talked about is actually the great rebirth. It's not like going to a funeral. It's like going to a celebration.
1: Exactly. It's
2: like waking up.
1: Yep. It's a great perception and perspective that people are missing in today's society. Yeah. And it was very, it was simpler times perhaps back yeah. then where, but I think that we have to find ways. And it sounds like this is a great way, this new Feeling Great book, and even the Feeling Good book, uh, to find that way. I mean, for me, yeah. I spent a lot of personal time reading a lot of books in philosophy because there was something not right. I didn't feel right. And this was physical yeah. and emotional and mental. Yeah. And I, I, I'm grateful to myself again for. for that effort, putting that work in, but now, and then for the rest of my career, I've been trying to help apply that to others because I'm okay now. I don't have to yeah. worry about me anymore. I'm okay. Yeah. Not perfect because that's yeah. impossible, but I feel right. one of my sayings is always perfect health may be unattainable, but great health is achievable. Yeah. And when you take the perfect off the table, and yeah. you strive for that, that's why I said we yeah. talk about better living because it's always going to be a practice. There's no end to that goal until there's an end of this journey in this body. So, yeah, I, I love what you got going on dr Burns. Yeah, I, I think I'm, we could talk for hours upon yeah, hours that's right. right and i think we're gonna have to continue this you know again in another other episodes i'm enjoying sure. it because people happy need to, to understand yeah because i think people understand i'm happy to advocate for the right food and diet programs i'm great i'm happy to advocate for the right supplements or even Pharmaceuticals, when necessary, in the right situation. Oh, sure. yeah. I am far not just some. Absolutely. You know, yeah. You know, Pharmaceuticals
2: can be, can be life saving. Amazing, sometimes. right? So, yeah. especially in
1: acute care, you know. So, I mean, that's really important. But I love uh, that we can talk about things. And again, talking and sharing this is really important as a first step as well. People yeah, just need I'm to be a- able to open up
2: i'm also like you excited about the psychedelic research i don't know where it's going to go but at least we're working with substances affect the brain affect consciousness as opposed to these darn antidepressants that are have been a huge a huge disappointment i i wouldn't have left full-time psychopharm if they'd worked i'm not against drugs i'm only against drugs that don't work
1: well that's exactly my path i was going into becoming a physiatrist a physical therapy expert and physical medicine and i worked in a hospital pharmacy in undergrad as a volunteer and I saw the system internally. I saw yeah. a thousand drugs on the wall yeah. and the same 10 for every patient in the hospital. Yeah. And I was like, either there's a mass epidemic in this area or medicine's not being used properly. These drugs are not being used properly. And I went to naturopathic. I learned a lot about that. Then I learned about how much the digestive tract influences the, the mental health and it just spiraled. And again, I'm grateful. I could always say, oh, you know, I'm not as wealthy as I should be. I'm not yeah, as right. famous as I should be. Yeah, you know? I could always sit in that world, but that's not how I, I choose to make that choice to think, no, I'm grateful yeah. for everything. I'm grateful in for right I, now talking in, with you.
2: In my old age, I, uh, I don't call it jogging anymore. I call it slogging. <laughs> and I think I'm going fast, and these elderly women speed oh, yeah. past me. But I was uh, slogging uh, two days ago, and I was on the, this path, and, uh, and and I was thinking, boy, it's just, and I, I I I passed a Buddhist monk who just happened to be walking on the same trail, and then I I had the thought, you know, it's just so peaceful right here, and and I don't own this piece of property. <laughs> <laughs> How awful it would be if I owned it! Right. <laughs> I'd have to do taxes and uh,
1: paperwork. It is, it is what it is. and It is good as it is. Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, we're gonna take one more break. Come right back. We'll get some more information. On how people can learn more about you and more about the books and get some access. Right. And uh, like I said, I'm enjoying this tremendous season. I hope everyone else listening is as well. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick message. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living. The concierge
0: for better living. We'll continue in a moment.
1: Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now I'm ready to turn-
0: the business of cannabis should be
2: no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap channel. You know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
0: Trends and in technology, processes, and products. We cover these areas and more on The Cutting Edge of Cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com
1: All right all right we are back with our final segment of today's episode with Dr. David Burns talking about his new book Feeling Great and his original book Feeling Good So David where can the people yeah what's the website that people can check out and and and, research, and reach more information about these books and you in general
2: yeah the if if the you go to www.feelinggood.com and that's easy to remember feeling like good it. is one word with two g's in the middle and then there's tremendous mm-hmm. free resources for you there on the website I also have a podcast like, like yourself we're gonna nice. get our three millionth download uh, later in a couple of months and and, and there's it, it'll show you how to change the way you think and, and feel if you're a therapist also you can get free training there on, on the website there's a free depression class uh, about 20 20 sessions there's a free anxiety class we're about to post a free relationship class I, I think the best things in life are free so i put a lot of free stuff uh, on, on my website you can also find my first book feeling good uh, research has shown that if you hand that book to someone who's depressed 65 uh, percent will recover in four weeks with no wow. other treatment and my new book of course feeling great has all the terrific things in feeling good, but all the new things I've developed at, at, at Stanford, which don't work through cognition, although that stuff is still pure gold, but, but there's another uh, dimension we've found that can lead to super high speed uh, re- recovery. And so I, I would say that's, uh, that's a good starting place,
1: uh, feeling good. It's a great starting place. I think it's a great starting place and I'm definitely going to post it out and share it because I think everyone, especially in today's world, could use some of that message. I'm always about that message, of course. you know. And, and again, this is a journey. I think I'm going to start stealing that slogging term also, I think. I yeah. think that's great. <laughs> and, and, and I say that because what you just said is being out in nature, uh, exercise, feel, moving your body. You probably eat a pretty decent diet, maybe some dark green leafy vegetables. These are all things that we know. Um, and Doritos. To,
2: you got to include uh, Doritos. Uh, anyway. You got to <laughs> have your feel-good
1: food, right? No, 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 <laughs> right. your feel-good food. <laughs> yeah. I am, that's what people said. Listen, when I started, I went to culinary school. I was a doctor. I was talking about wow. healthy diets. And, and, and everyone was like, oh, but you don't eat this. I'm like, why not? Like, if I'm a, I'm a New Yorker, if I go to New York, I'm gonna have a slice of pizza. Do I think yeah. it's the healthiest food on the planet? No, but yeah. that makes me feel good, and that's part of this balance. Sure. You know, they always say that everything in moderation, but it's really right. about finding your balance. Yeah, um, but I think cool. that that's a, a great tool. I like that you said Doritos. those. <laughs> they now make them organic. I don't know if that makes a big difference, but they do make that as an option for those out there in my health real strength advocates that want to stay organic but you know again that just shows you that the market has moved to better i call conscious consumerism more awareness to what we put in and on our body and we should be that same way with the activities that we do and the way we think and you know again that's really uh, an amazing uh tool and a lot of gifts it sounds like on your website i'm going to definitely check it out for sure thank you uh, it's definitely wonderful. And, again, Stanford's, uh, you know, again, with research being done, you know, it, I'm sure it's uh, – I'm going to definitely get a copy of Feeling Great. And uh, I think maybe people need to stock up on some Feeling Good for Christmas presents right this year. I think, it, you know, some oh, tools of yeah. helping people feel better. This yeah. is not a bad holiday gift to recommend for sure. Oh,
2: yeah. You give people the gift of happiness. It's the greatest gift you can give someone, particularly if it's a loved one or friend or family member who's been struggling with the horror. I mean, depression is one of the worst Things that can happen to a person, and, it, mm-hmm. and it's great to know that you can change the way you feel quickly, uh, in, in many cases, and, and without when me- without medications, in, in in most cases too. By the way, the publisher would will send you a copy of Feeling Great. I, I'm surprised they haven't. Have you?
1: Uh, just, just I, I think the... my, my cool crew at Cannabis Radio is probably already on that for me. They know oh, okay. that I, cool. I, I appreciate that. I, I definitely like to read these the books that I and especially the guests I have on the show. This one especially yeah. sound Amazing, and again, I could always use new tools in my tool belt. Yeah. I think that anyone that, that has that arrogance or ego that they don't need to learn more, you know, yeah. you know that's ridiculous. So I think that we have, a, you know, great opportunity always to engage. I love that you brought in the philosophy of of the early days, and now it's applying to modern health and wellness. I think there's a real great need for that 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 reflection.
2: I love your infectious energy and, and joy that you bring. And sometimes people kind of tell me that too. And I think I it's just so important to be able to, to share with people. There is hope. There are amazing tools that you can use to change the way you, you, you think and feel and get out of that nightmare of feeling you're not good enough or constant anxiety. I, I treated a woman and, and you can hear live therapy on my podcast, my Feeling Good podcast. You, I treat people... Live, in in real time, so you can see them changing in a single session, uh, in a process. elimination. We had a, a really cool th- woman uh, it, that I uh, had on a podcast. she She had struggled with uh, twenty years of Howard Hughes type obsessive-compulsive disorder. And you know that was what crippled him at the end of his life. Yeah. Uh, fear of germs, germ phobia. And she recovered in three minutes wow and went not only completely crushed her obsessive compulsive disorder but went into a state of joy and euphoria and uh, you can hear things like that and you yeah. can actually link to the video where you see the actual 3 minutes when when she went from horrific anxiety to uh, incredible euphoria it was terrifying for her But it was it was really amazing. And I think people need to know that you can that these these things you you turn on TV and say, oh, you need drugs, 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 uh, you know, uh, for for this, for shyness, for loneliness, for for whatever. And uh, and it's great to know that 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 there are alternative uh, solutions that are pretty phenomenal.
1: It really is great to know, and I really appreciate you taking the time today, doctor, coming on the show and sharing this information. The only obsessive compulsive I want for people my podcast and share and listen, but otherwise, you know, I'm joking. Otherwise, I, I no, really, that's
2: I really, not joking. That's right. That's well, a good, you know, uh, I, I, no. I, I, I said I
1: don't want a DSM for anybody, but I think that the idea is that if we, you know, search for joy promote these activities especially ones we can do ourselves and do at home and you know make the big differences again appreciate you appreciate you putting this book together after these years and again i thank everyone at cannabis radio for helping us make these podcasts happen and all of our listeners that uh, tune in on a regular basis and share this information to those that need it as well i thank all i wish everyone as always all the best in health and happiness take care be well we'll see we'll see you and talk to you soon
2: thanks so much bye-bye take care and be well